1,758. 1,758. Our scripture passage this morning is out of Romans chapter 8, verses 35 through 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height or depth, or anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thank you. You may be seated. Unstoppable. I know it's a movie. I'm not that out of the loop, but I know. I know it's a movie, but it's one of those things that... <coughs> I think at the end of the movie, don't they stop the train? Right? So I'm a little confused. Unstoppable, but they stop the train. Anyway, we're going to talk about God and Him being unstoppable. So today we're wrapping up Romans chapter 8. And as we wrap this up, I have two questions for you. One, what hardship or difficulty are you facing? At points, if you have a pen and a paper, write it down. I always find it more in your face. You have to Call it out. You have to name it when you write these things down. Second question is, what or who do you love? Again, write that down. The reason being is that, is that it's, it is very, very important that, that practically speaking, we, we work on these things the things that God's teaching us. And seeing them, it's helpful. So Paul is writing to these Romans, young Christians, and he's talking to them about God's love cannot be separated from you. Sermon in a sentence, you ready? The created cannot stop the creator. The created cannot stop the creator. And that's what Paul's saying there, is that God's love for us is so intentional, it is so unconditional, that nothing that he created can stop him from loving you. Nothing. 
You cannot even love God. You can will in your heart, the very thing that God gave you, free will, to not love Him, and that won't stop Him from loving you. You can deny Him. Never talk to Him again because something happened in your life that He did wrong to you. And it will not stop Him from loving you. That's a lot to take in, isn't it? But it's true. The created cannot stop the Creator. So remember, as I just said, Paul is talking to these young Christians, right? And he's using words like trouble, hardship, persecution, famine, nakedness. You know why he's using those words? Because they understand it. Yeah, they get it. We can use words like depression, anxiety, grief, loss. But some of this stuff, when we look at this and go, um, famine? Now granted, I went to Kroger the other day and they were out of mustard. But come on. Famine? You know, they were out of my favorite peanut butter, but famine? Sword. Some of us understand that. Some of us have been in those battles, and we get that. And, and at points, in, in my opportunities to talk to those men and women who have been in those situations, one of the things that they often say to me is, I wish other people knew what I know. Not all of it. But they understood it. Hardship. Trouble. Those are words that can be utilized and, and us process and understand today. Though each one of us would probably have something different written down on our piece of paper. But we understand those things. Our hardships. Loss. Fear, worry. Paul's talking to these Roman Christians knowing that they are either facing something, have faced something, or it's coming. And that's why later on in that passage, he says that neither present nor future. Paul's covering all of his bases, isn't he? Because he's trying to cover the magnitude of who God is and the depth and the breadth of God's love for you. So much so <clears throat> that Paul gets into everything. He gets into the physical and he gets into the spiritual. Because to Paul, it's all reality. Height, depth, distance, present, future, Angels, demons, he talks about it all. Because we all face those things, whether we want to admit it or not, we do. But Paul says, nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing can separate you from God's love for you. So what do you love? Who do you love? It can be a Parent, a spouse, child, grandchildren. 
sometimes it's hard to look at that and go, yeah, I'm a, I, love, I love these people unconditionally. Because sometimes they do things that make us, at points, not love them. And it's a little easier to, oh, you know, I love you on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but I'm not sure about today. At the same time, we love things. One of the jobs that I had growing up, going through high school, was learning how to reupholster furniture and refinish antiques. Love it. Love woodworking, love to do it. Still love to do it to this day because I haven't met a piece of wood that can cross me. So we get into hobbies, things that we enjoy doing, and we love it. And we love those things until the day we die. Realize you are the object of God's love. You are the one that He loves unconditionally. You are the hobby that God loves to spend time with. That's His love for you. And nothing can separate you from that love that comes to you. Nothing. And Paul goes on to describe those things. I'm convinced that neither death nor life, angels or demons, neither the present nor the future, or any powers, neither height nor depth, or anything else in all creation. The interesting thing is all of those things that Paul listed, as he tried to paint this huge mural and taking these huge wide paint strokes to cover everything, it all comes down to that which God created cannot separate you from the one who created you. In that, in that passage, Paul says, <clears throat> verse 37, but we are more than conquerors. Have you read that passage before? Have you heard that before? You're more than conquerors. Most times people go, hmm, okay. Paul didn't lie. You are more than conquerors. One of the things that's hard for us to accept that, and one of the reasons that that's difficult, is because most everything in life, you have to go through school, classes, degree, you have to get a degree, you have to earn the title. I, did ne- I never woke up one morning and walked into a job somewhere at a school and said, okay, I'm a teacher. Oh, really? What's your degree in? Degree? I don't don't have a degree. Well, you, you need to go get classes and you need to get a degree before we can call you a teacher. That's most of what life is, isn't it? You have to earn a position before you're given that. Right? Here, 
Paul is talking to a bunch of brand new Christians and says, you are more than conquerors. You're a conqueror in God's eyes. Our response is, are you kidding me? I just got my rear end handed to me last week. Uh, this, this guy right here doesn't do much conquering at all. So I don't see myself that way until I have, what, earned it. But that's not what Paul's saying here. This is who you are. You are a conqueror. Why? Everything we talked about previously in Romans chapter 8. There's several reasons that we're conquerors. Two we talked about is a, a threefold cord of prayer. One, the Holy Spirit intercedes for you. Intercedes. He makes an appointment with God. He discusses your situation. He consults with God. And then later on in the chapter, Jesus Christ does the same thing. So Paul, in Romans chapter 8, has listed out all these things that God does for you. And he sets you up. He positions you to be a conqueror. That's why he said that. You are more than conquerors. Not just a conqueror, you're more than, greater than. You're not just someone who defeats things. You're not just someone who, who doesn't get knocked off the path. You are someone that is more than that. That's who you are. And it's because of God's love, that's the foundation of it. It's His love for you that positions you to be and do what He's designed you to be and do. Creation cannot stop the Creator. Let Him be who He is for you in your situations. Hardships happen. Difficulties are coming. Trials are on your path. It's the love of God and how He sees you that's going to move you through those. And you will further become what He's designed you to be. But understand, what has come against you is already defeated. It already is. Remember, God's not bound by time, is He? He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And He is living in your tomorrow with you. It's a matter of just walking through the process to be there with Him. That's the one thing all week that's just been rolling through my head. Creation cannot stop the Creator. Live in it. Ask God to show you more of what that means for you in your life, in your situation, in the hardship that you're facing. And let His love flow into you and lead you into your next. Angels and demons can't stop God's love for you. The present, that means what you're facing right now, what you'll face tomorrow, can't stop God's love for you.
the height of how great things are and going in your life can't separate God's love for you. And when you are deep down in the valley, you are not separated from him and how much he loves you. Church, it's very important to hold on to this. It's neat how Paul in Romans chapter 8 walks through this entire chapter and he's just teaching these young Christians about coming together and understanding God's love for them because that's what they need in what they're moving into and it's the same for us. We need to know how much he loves us. He is not walking around in heaven picking which one of us he's going to drop an anvil on just because we deserve it. That's not him. That's not him. But he sees our struggles. He sees our pain. He's in it. And he's in it to walk us through it. It's funny, one of the things that often I get into conversations about is people talk about things that they've done. And well, I did this and I did that and I did this. And so life should be this way for me. What you've created can't stop the love of the creator. What you've done won't stop it. It will not stop him from reaching down from heaven and into your heart and holding you close. He's there for you. We need to know this. Romans chapter 8. We could be forever in that one chapter. God's love is unstoppable. His love for you is everlasting. It is intentional. It is purposeful. Grab a hold of his hand and walk with him. Father, Lord God, I thank you for our time together. Lord, I thank you for being with us. I thank you for... God, I thank you for opening up our hearts and speaking deep into our souls. Father, I pray that our ears listen to your voice. Father, that we follow you no matter how difficult the trial may be, no matter how difficult the next steps might be. But Father, that we just learn to lean in and lean on the love that you have for us. Father, I can sit here and I can ask you to go before us, but God, you're already there. Father, I pray that our eyes will be open to the paths that you have for us. And though we may not see, Father, may we trust you. And may our faith be strong. Father, Remind us, allow our hearts to embrace this great, this great love that you have for us. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.